Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League. I'm just guessing when to blow it up, blow it up, blow it up. Welcome back to DC Movie News. Wow, does it feel good to have a full squad here at all times. Uh, It kind of feels like we're back and better than ever. I'm not even going to lie. Quarantine can't keep us down. Roxy Stryer here, but I am not alone. Joining us today, Adam Gertler in the house, the worst mocker himself. Hey, what's up? So glad to be here. I was just enjoying my lunch. It was like a quick fire challenge. This bowl was whole vegetables at 12.45. I had 10 minutes to get it done and three minutes to eat it. And I succeeded, baby. Tom Colicchio, where you at? Are you on your own food competition show with yourself? I make my own quick fire challenges. I'm like, you got to eat. The show starts at one. What you going to do? Not too shabby. Also in the house right now, Mikey Christmas himself, Mike Galinowski. I'm eating celery and peanut butter. That's, that's, my, that's my quick fire challenge. You Did you put chocolate chips on top? You no, this is my this is my post workout. I have chocolate or peanut butter on celery and chocolate milk. Me too, Mikey. This was my post Zoom workout. My post workout. Who drinks a whole <laughs> cup of chocolate milk? Roxy, after a little, workout? little Roxy, a little. Well, actually, it's almond milk, but uh, chocolate oh, milk is one of the okay. best post workout things you can have. Says says science, says uh, nutrition, fitness, says science. Well, you know, the only person in here who's able to give any nutritional advice at all, uh, Johnny LaQuasto in the house. Well, I don't have any food on me right now, but I am starving to talk about Swamp Thing. And let's hope this project doesn't end with a bang. Whoa, guys, we are on fire already. I have a cliff bar. Uh, Do you guys want to sponsor me? (laughs) I'm halfway done with it. This is going to be my breakfast, lunch, and dinner today. Uh, but I also have tea. So let's spill some of that tea, as the young kids say. And like you said, Johnny, uh, yes, we are talking about Swampy Swamp Thing today. That's why Adam Gertler is in an especially good mood. Uh, but we also have a ton of news to go over. Who knew? Who knew that this month would be the month of DC movie news? Literally. Uh, We're talking Henry Cavill, who is in talks to return as Superman. So we will be breaking that down. And then release the air cut. Let's start that hashtag right about now. And HBO Max, of course, is now available, which is different than HBO Go, which is different than HBO Now, which is different than DC Universe We'll be breaking all of that down right here. So let's get into it, guys. Starting with Henry Cavill returning as Superman. Big fat question mark after that. So this news kind of comes uh, in two parts. The first part being that Henry Cavill is in talks to return as Superman. The second part being that no, that doesn't mean a Man of Steel 2. This means uh, popping in and out of other movies as Superman 
What do you guys think of this? As Mikey's chewing with his mouth full, I will go to Adam. What are your thoughts on Henry Cavill being in talks? Uh, well, there's a couple of things to think about here, obviously more than a couple. The first is, are you happy about seeing the guy in the suit again, if it's true? I am, even though I had made my peace with moving on and really wanted to move on. But as you know, this whole DC universe is like the Godfather 3. Just when you thought you were out, they pull you back in. And, um, you know, after watching him on The Witcher, I mean, nobody can fill the suit like the guy, right? Um I still think, you know, and what I had heard, and this was over years ago, that the reason they weren't going to do a Man of Steel 2 is because you can't do that without having Zack Snyder as a producer. It's just, that's just the PGA, the laws, the guild and everything. You're talking Um, about, you're not talking about creatively. You're talking about legally. Legally, yes. So he is involved. So I don't know. So I think that's partly why that they really wanted to move on from it because they were moving on from everything Snyder related. Now, clearly... They're dipping a toe with, with the, the um, Snyder cut. Um, <clears throat> so when they say no Man of Steel 2, does that mean he doesn't get his own solo film necessarily or just not a Man of Steel 2, meaning the Zack Snyder produced world? I don't know what you do with Superman if you're not doing a Justice League and you're not doing a Man of Steel 2. I mean, people have been saying, oh, he'll, he'll jump in like Nick Fury. You don't do that with Superman. Like, that's Nick Fury, right? So... Um, he's got to be the star. Well, I've heard related more to Hulk. He might be more like a Hulk situation. Okay, Uh, right. So he would have his own story arc and they just wouldn't. And maybe that is legally the same kind of thing, like that they can use Cavill Superman, but they can't do a Man of Steel 2 because of some of that legal stuff. I don't know. Um, I I, I like the idea. Uh, It certainly suggests that everything we've heard about them steering away from a connected universe now seems a little bit more connected. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the same way, Johnny. Is that a peace sign you just threw up there? Um, I'm, I'm very peaceful. I'm very tranquil <laughs> right now. I'm very calm. I'm also very excited. I think, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, I think Henry Cavill has been a fantastic Superman. I'm glad to see he's excited to be back. And this could open the door for a lot of possibilities. You know, you guys were talking about how, you know, Man of Steel 2 isn't necessarily a thing, but Let's look at the Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max. If that does well, what about the possibility of Zack Snyder kind of getting back in, just like you talk about the Godfather 3? Maybe Snyder gets pulled back in, and somehow we can find a way to make this work amongst the universe. But I think we should be very excited to see Superman cameos, for every, especially for those people who say that Superman hasn't been interesting enough in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Little Superman, little dabs of Superman here and there. That's some exciting stuff. Some Superman dabs. Yeah. What? Little Get dabble. What did there. Uh, Mikey Christmas, you've been quiet. Honestly, a little yeah. too quiet for my liking. Oh, yeah? I, I don't know what's coming out of your mouth right now. Uh, thoughts on Superman? Well, Henry Cavill? Oh, guys, I think because we got to think back. I, I, I can't remember when it was now. It's got to be maybe over a year and a half. Cavill and his agents had said he still has the cape in his closet. It was never, it was never an Affleck situation. He was never done. He never, they never moved on. It was always deal stuff, you know? And I think, I think they weren't focusing on him at the time and that him and his people were kind of, and it was right after the whole mission impossible took off and was gangbusters and he was in demand. He was like, Oh, you're not going to use our guy. Okay. Well, we're going to go do other projects now. We're still do. We're still it. We're still your Superman, but uh, get back to us when we, you know, and we'll, 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 we'll revisit it. I think, He's he's always said he's he's he was never an Affleck. He was never like 
ah, well, ah, the wishy-washiness. And I think Cavill is our Superman. He's going to be it. I think this is – it's interesting to see the tides turn with Snyder. Everyone was vocal against him for years, and now everyone's championing him. They're championing David Ayer. It's like I think the, the light has been shown that the fact that these filmmakers were not allowed to make the movies they wanted to make. Uh, yeah. And there's support for them now. You know, there's people, this I don't believe in, he's even shut it down, but people are like, we want the Josh Trank cut of Fantastic Four. And Josh Trank is like, I don't even want that. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> now people want these cuts. Or they know that the filmmakers manipulate, you know, we're not, you know, and I think every actor's come out. I mean, we've seen this influx of every actor that was involved in Justice League going, justice for Zach. He finally gets to make his movie. We can't wait. Yeah. So, well, let, me, let me check in with you guys about this though, because th- <clears throat> these are thing these are realities we're gonna have to deal with. Ben Affleck is no longer our Batman. No, that is true. Not. That is something we've discussed. That is Wait, something. Real he's- quick on this topic, Rox, we were saying with Maffick. Do we have? I don't think we talked about it. Are we going to talk about Affleck? Where now they're saying WB wants him or ATT wants him? Because I think this is a BS rumor that some clickbait sites have started. They're saying that hmm. ATT and HBO want Affleck back. He is not coming back. I have. I'll go on record and say that. I have so. not even seen that. Okay. Have you, Adam, there, Johnny? Did you guys see this? No. Uh, a lot no. of people in chat roll are talking about something that uh, John Campia is saying that he has his sources, whoever they may be, that's saying there's going to be a Superman movie made by J.J. Abrams. But yeah, that's been going out for uh, a minute now. We've been talking about J.J. Abrams working um, on something and possibly a Superman movie. So thank you, Takeon of the Source, in the super chat for mentioning that video. Uh, but I want to stick on this for a second because the, the reality that we're dealing with is that yes. we are living in a world in which Ben Affleck, despite these rumors, if you're putting these rumors aside, Ben Affleck is not coming back as Batman. We currently have a Batman, mm-hmm. but he's not our Batman in this universe, at least not as of right now. Right. So that means that if we don't have a Batman in this universe... Superman doesn't have his own movies, but is allowed to pop in and out. We've got our Wonder Woman. We've got our Aquaman. We think we have our Flash unless something goes down with that situation where he threw the woman. I don't mean to giggle, but... Well, we still haven't talked about that. Yeah, I mean, when, not, we haven't talked about They have not addressed it, so... There's been nothing with that. I think this uh, is the rug, and they're just doing that. Right. Well, see, yes, Adam. I just got to shut down a discussion that's going on in the chat right now. We can debate... Batman killing and all that stuff, but to call Superman killing Zod murder, it was an act of war. Oh God. You're in a war. He's destroying a city. What are you Ugh. talking about? And we've talked about it ad nauseum. What did he Come do to on. Zod in Superman 2? He killed him. I know. No. But, the, but the question that I'm trying to get, uh, what I'm trying to get out there and what I'm confused about is, what is there, our Rox. plan? What is our plan if we do not have a Man of Steel 2 or if there is no solo you, Superman movie and we don't have a Batman in this universe, what do you guys think that we should be doing? Do we recast a Batman and have two different Batmans? Do we figure out a way to have a solo Superman movie? What are you guys hoping that the DC does with all of these moving parts? Mikey. You're, Roxy, you're a big fan. You love the plan. I know you do. What I want is, I love the plan. What I, I want is just film after film of a great film. I don't care if it connects. So you don't, I don't mind care if, if it builds no to Batman. a Justice League 2. Okay. No, I want I want a Shazam. I want an Aquaman. I want a Birds of Prey. These films that exist out there in the shared universe but are not trying to build to anything. That's Adam, what I want. what do you want? 
Um, I, I mean, I agree with Mikey more than anything, like more than that little bit of connective tissue to geek out over. I want individual good movies, especially yeah. since, you know, Marvel's played around with giving you that. And it really is at the end of the day, even what Marvel gives you, it's just a little bit of connective tissue. It's not enough. It's not like you're reading a stack of comics and they're all interweaving in these big stories. And that's not how they should be. <coughs> I, I I, I don't know why, but I like the idea of the J.J. Abrams Superman movie, and I still think that that would imply that it's not a Man of Steel sequel. So to say it's not a Man of Steel sequel implies that the tone would be different. And maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe your your J.J.'s sequel takes place after Justice League, and the tone is just different. So it's not really a Man of Steel sequel because it's produced and directed by a different team, even though it's starring the same Superman much like the same J. Jonah Jameson is now going on in a different universe of Spider-Man. You have the same actor. Um, I, I just can't imagine that they're not going to use the Superman project unless it is this producer kind of legal thing that we're talking about. Like, what would it be like in a Supergirl movie? You have Superman show up and uh, in the, um, the Black Adam movie you have Superman show up? I don't know. Um, it would be like what we saw at the end of Shazam as well. However, it would be Cavill. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want the Hulk for Superman. I, I feel like Hulk has been d- done dirty. He's like my favorite character, and, and I there's not enough Hulk. There's no plan for Hulk. Uh, Johnny, what I about think, you? Johnny, what do you want? Well, I like you, also like a plan. Uh, I love connectivity, but at the same time, if we've seen anything that's been proven to be true is that people as a whole, they really don't necessarily need a plan or connectivity to be happy. Just look at Joker. Technically, they say Joker is a superhero film. It's not. It's a guy with horrible mental illness who loses his mind. And yes, there's pieces of it from the Joker origin story, but it kind of just goes off the rails. And it was the highest grossing film of all time. So I think a lot of people just want good films, whether or not they connect or have a ton of Easter eggs. I think right now, just take it one at a time and make sure they're all good. As a fan, genuinely, what I want is Ben Affleck to come back. And I know we're not getting that, but Foxy. that's genuinely, I, I'm just saying what I genuinely want right now is Henry Cavill as our Superman, is Ben Affleck as our Batman. I want my squad. I know it's not happening and I'm not, I'm not entitled to it. But if, if I'm being honest with my soul about what I wish was happening, that is what I wish. I want to also check in with our amazing producer, Ryan Nelson. Ryan, coming to you to ask you, uh, DC fan, what do you want? What are you hoping for in the future? And uh, what do you think about this Man of Steel slash Henry Cavill news? This news has made me so excited this week. Periodically oh, throughout the entire week, I've been listening to the Man of Steel soundtrack. I've been blasting that Hans Zimmer score, watching the trailers that give you chills every time you watched him in the theater back in 2013. Uh, I would lo- I'm, I'm hyped to get Cavill back in general. I thought that ending bit of Shazam where they cut the head off. Uh, it was funny, but I was kind of bummed. And I think he puts he pours his heart and soul into that role. I love him as Superman. Any bit would be great. I, I would be fine with treating him sort of like the Hulk. But the thing about how Marvel's been treating the Hulk is he did kind of get a movie. Yeah, it wasn't Mark Ruffalo, but we got a movie of, of the Hulk. And there's still ways to use him like they did in Thor Ragnarok where he was a whole you know supporting character for the entire film I would love to see that with Superman it's just we don't really have any characters at this point for that I think I think what they're doing and what seems is they're testing the waters 
Because if we look at Superman, even the Donner films, he's not, I mean, they did well. Adam, you could probably uh, correct me on this. They did well at the box office, but they were never juggernauts. No Superman film has ever been a juggernaut at the box office. You know, I and, don't know. I, I feel like it was diminishing returns from the first one. I thought the first one was a big hit. And then okay. it was after that. But. Okay. But since then, they've never done gangbusters like a batman has not like batman franchise and i think wb's like you know what let's let's put him in i think the perfect example is either shazam 2 or black adam like superman in those films was is that is perfect i mean we've seen uh, the shazam black adam superman uh dc animated film which was great you know and he's fitting with those and that is a character that can go toe-to-toe with those people uh, power wise, because Shazam needs a, a, a Black Adam needs a good villain and, and our antagonist protagonist, and I think that's their like. Let's see how the audiences warm up to this. We're, we we had a rough patch with Cavill. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what he looks. How audiences respond to this, and then from there we'll do a we'll see about Man of Steel too. Again, dressing What's up? Like what's up? If, if you had like Superman as a supporting character and Black Adam, like I wonder if David F. Sandberg is considering that. Like, is the tone going to be the same for a Shazam sequel? Does Superman fit into that? Or then does Superman have to kind of follow suit? Because how do you have that same actor in the darkest of the dark, Man of Steel, BBS, Justice League, and then put him in this really light Shazam world? I think if we're using the the, uh, MCU analogy, I think Cavill, especially with Shazam, would be a much better Tony Stark uh analogy like he he trains shazam because shazam's young i think that to do a mentor with the two of them uh that's a great idea i think that's that is a that could be very cool i think that's something that and maybe he calls and, his and, dear and, friend and also Wonder you gotta Woman remember to cavill in. here's the thing too we're not taking into consideration cavill is in demand now he's he's not the man of he's not the actor he was pre um justice Super- league with, oh. with mission impossible he's i mean he greenlit a netflix show that went gangbusters people loved him in that He's in demand now, so his time might be one of the reasons that he doesn't have a full movie schedule. He he doesn't have four months to devote to this. Maybe he's only got a couple months here and there that he can pop into other movies. I think we got to look at it. It's not just they don't want a super full Superman. He might not be available to do it, but he wants to do it. So hey, where's the compromise? Yeah. Uh, to address in the chat, similar to what you were saying, um, Adam, when you needed to address in the chat, I am not sitting here saying that, that with 100% certainty, we'll never see Ben Affleck back in the bat suit. I'll I say that for you, Roxy. I don't believe I'll take so. The, I'll take the okay. flack for that. He's not coming I don't, back ever. I don't believe so, but I, th- I think probably not. But the reason I think not is because he has gone on the record multiple times saying that it's not good for him to be Batman. He, That's what Roxy. He, he has said. I Physically, talked to mentally. friends. Yeah, he said I talked to friends close to me, and they said if you go back to this, it will kill you. He's, and so he, the reason I don't think he's going to be Batman is because he is working so hard on his sobriety and his and he got divorced and due to is, it, and, and he has said he this is not good for him. So for those reasons, I don't want to see him come back because I want him to be safe and sane. Uh, but we have to move on, guys, right. moving forward, because there's so much still to talk about today, including the fact that HBO Max has officially launched. Who is on it as of now? Who has that HBO Max life? Well, what's the well for, Mikey? No, well, Roxy, you know me. I'm an inner geekdom uh, uh, player, and they have a plethora of the movie, so I had to get it just for that. Yes, um, they do. They, they have, have 35 DC titles. It's insane. Uh, so, yeah, I got it. A ton. <clears throat> 
not the Dark Knight, not the TDK trilogy, but yeah, they got a lot of stuff going on there. I will say I have the Amazon extension of HBO, so I it didn't come with that, which was very frustrating. Yeah, so Amazon I, and HBO I have Max to cancel. So I have to cancel that and then get the HBO Go which has the HBO Max, but it didn't come with my extension, which is the same price, which I don't really understand why that happened. Or HBO Now, I think you mean. HBO Now, yes, HBO Now. So I had the extension on Amazon. It didn't come with Max, so now I have to cancel that, get Now to get Max. If I could just toss a request out there, um, HBO should maybe choose one or two to make it less confusing because I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what of all their, whatever they're doing. but It is tough. It's tough. Uh, I was really happy that when I fired up my Xbox to watch the season finale of Westworld last night, I was in HBO Max as if I had crossed through a portal that I was <laughs> not aware of. Yeah, I was not. And I was looking and searching and all I wanted was to watch. It was glorious. It's truly glorious. Uh, Friends, that, that is Monica and Chandler. And if you know oh. me at all, I've been trying to figure out since netflix so you know uh but hbo max is here so let us know guys in the comments what are you watching on hbo max are you excited about this uh did this work out easily for you tell us what we should be binging there especially dc related stuff moving forward talking about another cut but no we are not talking about the snyder cut we are talking about the air cut, the hmm. air cut, uh, and James Gunn came out in support of the air cut. This was actually a really mm-hmm. nice Twitter exchange back and forth. It's nice when there's so many crappy things going on in the planet when two people have a genuine, kind conversation uh, and they go back and forth with each other. But James Gunn basically just said that he was in support of the air cut if that is something that wanted to be done, um, that he would be okay with that. So what do you guys think? Are you wanting the air cut? Hmm. Are you, <coughs> do you care about this? Do you think this is going to be the next release, the Snyder cut, Johnny? Well, first off, it's not going to be nearly as uh, big or supported as the release of Snyder cut because people did not really like for the most part suicide squad, but you know, the fact that James Gunn and David Ayer are being buddy-buddy, that's a professional thing to do. I think it's fantastic. I would love to see the air cut of Suicide Squad because why not? You know, a lot of people left the theater after seeing Suicide Squad uh, less than thrilled. Um, I am not a critic. I enjoyed it, but I understand why a lot of people didn't. So I think it'd be fun. And then there's some people that are curious as to why Ayer is changing his tune going back to 2017 when he said, hey, what you saw in theaters, that was my cut. I just take that as simply he's being a company guy. Sometimes when you have a job, you have to say certain things. Trust me, we've all been there. We've all had to do that. And there's nothing wrong with it. The fact that yeah. now he's got a little more freedom. I had to freedom. eat cheese on camera once. You there know you that go. I'm a company person. You ate so, cheese? Yeah, on camera. I puked afterwards. It was miserable. You don't like cheese? Do you care about me at all? Not really. She's Whoa. All Lactose. right, so here's, here's, what, David Ayer, here's what David Ayer said. For no reason. What'd you say? She's not lactose intolerant. She just no. hates cheese. Because I don't like cheese. Uh, David Ayer. David Ayer. Let me tell you guys what David Ayer said. Shoot away. David Ayer said, uh, in, in response to actually our friend Frosty over at Collider, um, who was talking about the cut, David Ayer responded and said, 
My cut would be easy to complete. It would be incredibly cathartic for me. It's exhausting getting your ass kicked for a film that got the Edward Scissorhands treatment. The film I made has never been seen. Adam, what do you make of that? Edward Scissorhands is a perfect film when I, when I heard that, but then I realized he didn't mean... No, just chop, chop, chop. No, it didn't chop. mean like that. Chop, yeah, chop, like, chop. That was an amazing movie. Where is that Tim Burton again? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, this is a thing that obviously there's a lot lower stakes. Um, it, you don't have the iconic characters. You don't have the diehard Snyder fans. I certainly didn't like Suicide Squad, but I have liked some of Ayer's other films. Not all of them. Um, but I bet, how about this? I'll, I'll say this. I bet it would be better than what we saw. And for that reason, why not? I would love to have it. Mikey, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with, with Adam. Like, like what's frustrating about Suicide Squad, um, and not as opposed to Justice League, where Justice League, it was two different, you see two different films in that movie when you're watching it, even in the same scene. Uh, with him, it's like, it's his film. You just see where, oh, there is a different movie being made here than what was set out to be. It's the same director, same vision, same style throughout the movie, but you're just like, cause that's why the first 45 minutes of that film, I love. And then it just goes off the rails. And, and that's where all the drama is where, you know, hearing the stories of how it was not supposed to be the enchantress doing a swirly dance. It was supposed to be a mother box that was channeling her. Yeah, and there was supposed to be crazy. parademons instead of those ob- bubbly eyed bad guys. And, like, you know, you hear the stories where now Enchantress was, or, or Katana was supposed to be taken over by Enchantress and attacked the team. And that was that cut in the trailer where her eyes glaze over. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'd be on board for that. I, I, I like the first 45 minutes. Maybe if that fixes the last 45 minutes, hey. Moving from hmm. Suicide Squad to The Suicide Squad, we have an official announcement from James Gunn on who is composing The Suicide Squad, and that is John Murphy, uh, somebody who is work you guys might be familiar with. Familiar? Familiar. Why did I put a fur in there? We'll never know. Um, He has worked on things like Sunshine, 28 Days Later, and Kick-Ass, and now he will be doing the score for The Suicide Squad. Any gut reactions to this? Any excitement, uh, feelings in general? Adam, you're kind of giving a little nod, a little yeah. buzz nod. I, I can't say that I can remember the kick-ass score, but James Gunn is so connected to music in his films. This is right. like, it's like the Matt Reeves thing with me, right? I'm like, I don't know what movie he's going to make. That guy has my trust. I don't need to know this guy's music to think if James Gunn is jammed, uh, is psyched about using it in this film, it's great. I mean, music is such a great part of his films. It's going to be, uh, I'm really excited about this movie. It's the, it's the one that you keep forgetting about, at least I do, because Me we're too. About Snyder Cut and The Batman. It's like secretly James Gunn has this own little thing that is just going to come out in who knows what year, but uh yeah. Mikey and Johnny, is that a thumbs up from you guys for this composer? Um, I do remember the kick-ass score because it was really good. It had, uh, you know, I, I kind of, I got to look it up because I didn't know he Hum was it the, for us. No, I can't. It's got, that, it's got that cool heroic theme at the end where he appears in the jetpack. But um, I'm trying to think, I don't know, you said he worked on it, Roxy. I don't know if he composed that because that name does not sound familiar to me. And I should know who the composer of kick-ass Energita. is. And, and I don't think it's him. 
Mm. Um, I'll check my notes and I'll get yeah, back to you. Look into it. Look into it. Another interesting thing that uh, I want to go back to HBO Max for a second, because I found this fascinating. Adam, when you were checking this out, I wonder if you noticed that they're officially using DC Extended Universe as the label. DC Extended Universe. Uh, we've talked a lot about fans making DCEU, us making DCEU, them saying DCEU. So what do you think about that, Johnny? How do you feel that that's the official label on HBO Max DC Extended Universe? Why not? It makes sense. You already have the acronym. Why not make it official? And it gets people excited. You mentioned there's 35 uh, titles already available on HBO Max, different than HBO Go and HBO Now and HBO. All the HBOs. Uh, uh, Roxy, Adam, real quick, yeah. what who just the composer of Kick Ass was who did it say or that guy John was Murphy is incredible. Okay, he worked on it because I thought it was Henry Jackman, and Henry Jackman is one of the composers. I think Henry Jackman. It's one of those ones where several people worked on. There's four composers on Kick Ass. Some of his uh, credits here it says Kick Ass, Twenty Eight Days Later, Sunshine, yeah, Miami Vice, Basic Instinct Ooh. Two. Oh, so but like you said, yeah. trust James Gunn. Agreed. Agreed. Let's move forward to talk a little bit about Harley Quinn, a name that I haven't heard in this a second. This is interesting. What? Okay, Mikey. So you explain what what's happening. Well, Why if we're going to go off what I thought about, because they say, "Hey, we're going to WB. We're talking about the next Harley Quinn movie," and I'm like, "Huh? Okay. Well, we just had a great one that was critically and uh, received well, and with the critics and fans, and uh, did not do well." At all, so a that shows financially faith in WB, you mean. financially shows faith in WB, which I'm very happy for that they didn't scrap it. But uh, I don't know. Um, this is I, there needs to be a is lot this of Gotham City Sirens, Mike. Who knows? I don't know, Roxy. Okay. Uh, this well, needs to be there needs to be a lot of discussions on going. Hey, this is a movie we made. We met, let the filmmaker make her movie. It was incredibly well received by fans and critics, but it didn't do well at all. What happened? And hopefully they're figuring that out when they're saying, what's our Harley Quinn movie next? That's Adam, what do you sense. make of this? Um, it, I make that they definitely see a huge global box office star in Margot Robbie, and they don't want to break that bond. And I think they're going to have to do um, a little uh, soul searching as to why it wasn't more successful. And they're going to have to take a different approach. Um, maybe that's with bigger supporting characters. Um, I don't know. It's a conundrum, much like how Justice League did so bad, even though it wasn't great. You know, Suicide Squad did so well. BBS did did pretty well. Um, and it was just like after it was like, well, shame, you know, you, you, you fool me twice. Shame on me kind of thing. Um, this was definitely an anomaly. Like after the success of Wonder Woman and it was really good. And like, you know, I've been watching people that have been naming like their top two DCEU films and people are naming Birds of Prey quite a bit. Yeah. It's up there for me. It's up there for me. I love it too. You mentioned Wonder Woman, Adam, and it's worth talking about Wonder Woman because there were some photos that reunite Diana and Steve. I think we're in a very strange time to be talking about Wonder Woman because today is May 29th. Wonder Woman has already been pushed. uh, And now I am still, I'm, I want to get myself ready for this movie emotionally, but I also want to hedge my bets and not feel like this movie is coming this summer. Uh, How are you guys feeling and how are these images for you? Ryan, I know uh, you'll put them up when you can for the people to see. 
There we go. Yeah, Johnny, talk to me. I will say I, the image is tremendous, but August 14th, I feel like that's, no, I, I just don't think that's realistic right now because we, yeah, as much as certain states are opening up in the country, and don't forget internationally, everything is, you know, they're all doing their own thing too. Movie theaters are still not open yet. Now, granted, I'd like to think they'll be open by August 14th, but with a massive film like Wonder Woman, you don't really want to take any risks whatsoever. So I'd be, I'd be really surprised if it's released uh, by August 14th. Adam, what are you thinking? How are you feeling about these images and how are you think, feeling about our release date? Uh, the images are exciting. Um, I do think, however, that uh, if Tenet comes out on its proposed date in July, Wonder Woman will be the next logical blockbuster. Aren't those both WB films? It seems like... Yeah, they are. Well, I... Yes. It yes. seems like if they're putting... If they're going all in on Tenet, why wouldn't they go all in on Wonder Woman? And if Tenet bombs, maybe they really just have to change the plan and just pull a last minute, we're not ready yet kind of situation. I don't know. Mikey, what do you think? Uh, I, I read today Regal Cinema still has no plans to open. Uh, they're not, you know, and that's the second biggest chain, I think, in the country. So we're, we're not looking at, at movies till the fall. That's summer's done. You know, here we are. We, we're just starting June. I, Summer's done. I actually done. agree. We're, you know, universe, a big, big thing, especially because theme parks, it's my job out here. Uh, but Orlando has said, you know, Universal's opening next week and they're treating it like the wild, wild west, I think. Um, but also, you Florida. Know, uh, Florida does not have unions. Uh, and that's one of those reasons. Can out you here, say that again, Mikey? What? Universal, the theme opening, park in Florida? Is opening yes. next, the fifth, next week. I can Disney. Confirm. Disney has said they're opening in mid-July. And that's in strange Florida to me. or are you in, talking in about? In Florida, not in California. Okay. In, in Florida. Florida. Florida is a Republican-led state. They're pushing to get that state back open. There are no unions, and that's why this is going ahead. I know a lot of people work for those companies that are just like this. Like out here, even the, 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 the film industry, you know, DeSantos is like, we got to open, we got to open. And they, all the unions are like, uh, no, hold on a second. You're not opening anything until we make sure it's safe for all of our employees and, and our people in our unions, which is great. You know, it sucks for it to not work, but you know, and I think a lot, you got to remember that each state is going to be different, but the cinema chain Regal has said, no, we're not ready to open. People in the chat are saying Regal is opening. Can you guys let us know when? I just looked it up and it looks like they're going to be testing in July. So it does look like they would be potentially reopening for this for tenant, I mean, and I think I guess we'll know in the next couple of weeks, but that looks to be the plan as of a couple of days ago. Wow, this is this is really wild. Uh, they need we'll to scrap the guys, summer movie season. It's it's done. We'll keep you guys posted. We're going to be talking about this every single week. So uh, as soon as there's news and we know, you'll know. But before we get to any of that, or until we get to any of that stuff, I do want to look at some of these super chats. Coming in from Rodney Pino. Did you guys see Air say that Suicide Squad connected directly to Justice League Part 2? Him and Zach synced up the storylines originally. Did you guys see that? Wow. I did. Um, he, he was saying that his, his uh, well, how, God, I forgot the word he used. It was like, it was like an appetizer. His Suicide Squad was an appetizer to the main course of Justice League uh, okay. 1 and 2. I think that's the way he worded it. It was like a more, like the, the preview to apocalypse and dark. Yeah, dark. yeah, because it was about mother boxes and apocalypse and parademons, and it was setting it up. Okay. But here's the thing, guys: even if we get an error cut, we're getting Justice League. There is it is done. It is not happening after this. The Justice League one and two that's not happening. 
because as he was making his Justice League, he had to scrap that two plan and just do one. We're not getting, I don't think the movie's going to end with everything wrapped up. No. I think, I think if, if things go to plan, I think Affleck dies in that. Uh, I don't know about that. That's all good speculation. By the way, that was a rumor that I thought was the stupidest idea, but now absolutely kill that man. We're the multiverse, baby. He dies in that world, and then we have Pattinson's Batman. Adam, Adam, have any of you guys seen Justice League Apocalypse War? Not yet. Because it is so damn good. It's getting rave reviews. It's Mm. getting rave reviews. It's phenomenal. And it pisses me off because that film does stuff with the heroes that Snyder is done with the heroes. One Roman becomes a fury of apocalypse. She's bad. She kills Justice League members. It's all these heroes doing different stuff that we don't see them for, and fans are loving it. I'm like, well, why didn't you embrace Snyder's take on Justice League? It was different. It wasn't the classic thing we got. He was doing something different. Is it because it's animation, it's not bigger stakes, and it's just something you could rent? I don't get it. He did something different, and now you want that different thing, and now yet you celebrate it with the animated films. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I get pissed off. It's a much smaller audience. But it doesn't matter. It's like, that's what he was doing. That's that's what WB signed off on from the beginning. They knew what they were going to get. It was a different take. We wouldn't be here if fans would have just go, hey, this is his universe. This is what he's doing with it. It's not what I like. And maybe 10 years from now, I'll get a different Justice League. To your point, I hope uh, fans, when they watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, they have their expectations realistic. I mean, let's be honest. Justice Thank League you, was, Johnny. It was supposed to set up Justice League 2. Yeah. So, yeah, we're apparently going to get ourselves a dark side, but we should not be expecting a happy conclusion or a, a, a bow and on the whole story. Dark side isn't the main villain in this. Right. It's I still think, Steppenwolf. I think I'm done talking about the Snyder Cut. Okay. I don't think there's anything I can say that won't get me into trouble anymore. <laughs> so, I'll Hey, I got your back. Guys. I'll take the flack, Rox. I'll take it. Oh, boy. I'll take the Let's shit. just move forward and talk about something that I know one of us is extremely excited to talk about. Bye, guys. I got to go. And the other <laughs> of us will exist during this conversation. And that, of course, <sighs> is Swamp Thing. Uh, we, I honestly cannot believe that we've been doing the show for six years and this is how long it took for us to really talk about Swamp Thing because Adam Gertler reps Swamp Thing harder than anything I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yes, that is right. We are talking about the movie what is it, 82? 82. And uh, Adam, I will give you the floor to start. We all rewatched it and did it live up to the hype that you would built up in your head, Adam Gertler? So this was a favorite movie of mine as a child. I was obsessed with green monsters. I've said this before in the show. My big three, Godzilla, Swamp Thing, The Incredible Hulk, right? The 80s Hulk show. This was like the beginning of my love of superheroes, which has been around forever. Um, I have not seen the Swamp Thing movie in probably over 20 years. Um, it is an awful movie, no doubt. Um, some of my favorite parts were the parts that I remembered, like, Swamp Thing regrowing his arm and some of the monster transformations, which I remember as being really scary. And guess what? They were still kind of scary, a couple of them. Um, But man, this is such a terrible movie and nothing really happens. And I know we got to talk about the love interest because it's kind of a love story and it is comical, the setup of those characters and rocks. How Roxy got thoughts. I couldn't believe like a guy it. In a green garbage bag. I could not believe this movie. Um, <laughs> Why, Rox? I mean, well, first of all, the first kiss that we get in this movie was so out of left field. Yeah. That I, yeah. I, 
I don't even know what happened. But (laughs) all of a sudden they were kissing. I mean, the, the fact that there's that thing at the beginning where um, we think that the sibling, we think that the siblings are married, but then they're not. And it takes you a second to adjust. And then like, he, he never corrects her. And then he's, sucking face with her i mean there's just so it's so crazy um and then the amount of violence toward what is the main girl's name what is her name cable cable she's like a female version of matt cable from the comics okay yeah cable sure she is i mean she is the she gets the living crap kicked out of her time and time again she's also so stupid at times like when she just like calls I mean, there are so many issues with this movie. I enjoyed myself a little bit watching because it was so crazy that I was just like, what is happening? Um, and also, she, the guy that works at the store that she befriends, Johnny, I know you love him. Oh, uh, it's just don't, just wait. He has my it. whole heart. He's by far and away the best character in the movie. Uh, the movie dies when he dies. It, just like, for a second, it, this is tough. This was Wolf. Bruno, Johnny, little Bruno. What's his guys? name? Jude. Jude. I thought they were calling him Jew for a really long time, and I was like, "Oh, part of the tribe." Uh, Johnny, you, you, you take it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, first off, uh, in response to you saying that the first kiss was so abruptly, I actually found out there was a lot of footage that did not get included. What I'm saying is we need the West Craven cut. All right, I'm kidding. Release um, the Craven cut. Just kidding. So I'm going to start off with the good. The good was the unsung hero of this film. My favorite character, Reggie Batts, playing the aforementioned Jude. Was he the owner and operator of a convenience store at 12? Apparently he was, and I support <laughs> him in that. What blew my mind is not only was this kid just adorable and likable and saved the day, Swamp Thing is his only credit on IMDb. And I tried to research why I cannot find anything on him. He made this movie. He's like, nope, I'm out. Ain't doing these again. I'm blown away by it. I mean, this is Swamp Thing. This was Wes Craven. This was DC. You would have thought he could have just fell into roles after this. I don't know what happened. Maybe he decided to walk away at 13 or however old he was. Could not believe that was his only credit. Uh, Reggie Batts, if you're out there, come on the show. Hell yeah. I'm on the show. Uh, Also, shout out to when Hollywood had no idea how to light anybody who isn't a very white person. There were so many scenes where I was like, we, this, the lighting here, come on, friends. Um, Mike, not a Swamp Thing fan. Well, I'll tell you this. I saw this movie. I didn't see it in theaters, of course, but I remember it must have caught on HBO. And as a preteen boy or whatever, how old I was, Adrian Barbeau and that wet t-shirt, The Swamp Man, it just hit the right buttons for me as a kid. It was like, that's what I was watching him for. I remember Pig Boy creeped me out at the end, that little thing he turned into. And I think that was the same guy in RoboCop. Um, uh, God, I forgot his name. He was the guy that gets melted in RoboCop. For some reason, I think it's the same guy. Now, Ray Wise, who plays Holland, he was, of course, in RoboCop. Ray Wise is a great guy. Yeah. Um, I got to actually work with him on a, a project. No way. Um, yeah, I, it's not released yet. And I can't talk about it. Um, but yeah, I got to work with Ray Rice. He was awesome. Was one of the thugs in RoboCop, right? Yeah, but wasn't now wasn't the guy that turned into the the pig and they let him loose in the swamp? Wasn't he the guy that gets melted in RoboCop? I don't 
think so. It looks it's similar to me. That guy. that dining room scene was crazy. But like Louis Jordan is the bad guy. Now I loved him from uh, he was in uh, Octopussy. Um, yeah, Kamal, Kamal Khan and Octopussy. So I knew him from that. So I saw him later. I must have seen this movie on HBO as a kid. Um, and as a kid, I liked it. I remember the scene where he's growing his hand back in the light and stuff. Yeah. It, it was a different time for comic book movies, but I thought it was, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things as a kid you're watching that you're kind of cool, uh, but you watch it now and you're just like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is awful. Mikey, will, but, you yeah, buddy. Like from a budgetary standpoint, like I compared it to The Hulk before, which was obviously a TV show. Yeah, The Hulk holds up so much better just because, like, it's Luke yeah. on his actual body, and the guy's yeah. Adonis. So it's like, comp- like when you had the close-up shots of Swamp Thing, not too bad. No, our shots, he's wearing a trash suit. Like it's ridiculous. The like. Cost- I remember, uh, Adam, you might remember this, the, the Swamp Thing TV series in the mid-90s, because that filmed in Orlando. Uh, I lived in Florida at the time, and I remember going to like a, I think it was going to like MGM Studios or something, and said, and here's the sets from Swamp Thing. And uh, yeah. they had those great shows in the mid-90s. They had that, they had Superboy, and all of them filmed in Florida where I lived. The same actor, Dick Durock, played Swamp Thing in both movies and the series. Did he really? Yeah, same guy in the suit. And obviously, Return of the Swamp Thing has a much better suit. Yeah, and that's what we, that. Now they brought in Abby Arcane for that, I believe. I think it was Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear, yeah. What but year is that? Uh, 89. Well, we'll not get directed to that. by Wes Craven. We will get to that. Uh, so overall, we haven't been doing this so far, even though we've been binging through this, the all the movies in order. But I want to start doing this. I'm going to ask you guys to rank this movie out of 10. Where do you, what does Swamp Thing get for you? All things considered, uh, Adam, I'm coming to you as the lover. You set the bar. Yeah, I mean, just because of uh, my youth and like I'm wearing my oldest Batman t-shirt to remember, you know, Superman 2 is another one we talked about that was like, wow, so much better in my imagination, which just goes to show when you're a kid, you can fill in all the gaps and you're so optimistic. You don't need to be so overly critical about things. You're like, this gives me enough and my fantastical brain can take it the rest of the way um i will give swamp thing uh 5.5 out of 10 just crossing over the 50 percent. all right all right so it was a little better than it was bad mikey what about you oh god um jesus uh i i want to it's a film was quaver made it the cast is 100 Here's the thing. The cast is 100% on board with this film. You know, you can't see anyone phoning it in. Um, I give it a two and a half just because, you know, this guy had to sit in a rubber suit in the middle of a swamp. They probably filmed it in Louisiana or something. It was probably awful, the film. So I give, I give that credit. I give a little bit of a 2.5 because Adrian Barbeau helped, you know, as a young kid. Awaken okay. my my desires and whatnot. So okay. that's about all. I guess. Okay, Johnny. Oh, you- I can't talk about stuff like that. <laughs> well, oh, I just don't like I'm how sorry. You it I'm as- sorry. We're such a puritanical society. I just don't like the fulfilling my desires. It gave me. How about a half chub, Rock? Is that better? No. <laughs> I give it two and a half chubs. Somehow it's worse. Two and a half chubs. This this here. thing gets not. It's half- a half chub. Two and a half chubs. I want you to know that you are talking about Swamp Thing still. No, so I'm talking about Adrian Barbeau and Swamp Thing. How am I supposed to rank it now? I don't Half chubs. Okay. Well, um, okay. I will say, as insane as the first 
77 minutes were uh, the final 10 minutes of Swamp Thing may have been, and I've not seen every film ever made may have been the dumbest 10 minutes in the history of film. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually know that I understand what happened in the last few minutes of the movie. It kind of ends uh, in yeah. the middle of a, they're still talking. So, but, and also, you know, Mikey said, he brought up a good point. He said, none of the actors mailed it in. It didn't mean all the actors were good. Um, to we'll me, Red, to me, Reggie Batts was a better actor than half of the adults on this film. Um, so there's that. But because I'm a sucker for a good old fashioned pull the face off trick, which happened. That did happen. That did happen. If Gertler's going to give it a 5.5 and, and, and Mikey's going to give it two and a half, uh, half chub or what? I'm not sure what he said. <laughs> I'm going to go 5.75. You're telling oh, me, Johnny, wow. that you like this movie better than Adam does? Um, yes, just because I love absurdity. I appreciate it was 38 years ago, and they took this film so seriously, but now it's like mystery science theater, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, this is the most solid four I've seen in quite some time. Oh, it is a, this movie's a four if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I don't. We haven't checked in with our producer, Ryan Nilsson. Did you end up watching Swamp Thing? I unfortunately good, missed good. it this week. Happy I to know. He did tell me he didn't watch it. Oh, is that true? He yes. was too embarrassed to come on. He didn't did want to admit to Adam that, that he didn't I did, see it. I did not watch Ryan, it. Ryan's like, oh, Adam will never forgive me. He or apparently now Johnny, who's the bigger Swamp Thing stan. All right, well, maybe we'll get your rating in the future. But Ryan, something I do want to ask you also, because I know you made that list for us. What is our next movie up That's after right. Swamp Thing? Next week is Superman 3. Christopher Reeve's Superman 3 with Richard Pryor. Super- Oh Superman three, the excitement in Mikey's face. Uh, Making our way. I'll do it for the show. Hey, at least it's not for the show. At least it's not Nuclear Man yet. You know. I'm loving this. I'm hey, loving this going through with you guys. In any Superman film, Clark versus Kal El is just one of the best. That's, that stuff is pretty good. That stuff is really actually really. I good. love it. I love. Chris it's actually and it's really well done. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you you feel me. If, That's about you, it, if you yeah. guys at home are loving us go through this then make sure you thumbs up this video if you guys get a half chub from watching swamp thing then make sure you thumbs up this video if you are happy that johnny laquasto is back on this squad then thumbs up this video that's a lot of thumbs up we got going on appreciate you guys all joining us live uh so many people coming in to the show today shout out to all of you guys for being here we are live every single friday at 1 p.m pacific time on the popcorn talk network so join us then until next week johnny where can the people keep up with you at jay quasto on all social media platforms ladies and gentlemen and also if you want to subscribe to my youtube page i do this uh, little show called triple threat that's a lot of fun with some really cool people mikey Mikey uh, settled into his hands on his chin. Where can the people keep up with you? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Mike Kalinowski underscore. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of funny with Twitter. Um, people can say things like what people said last night and don't get blocked and their accounts suspended, but I did. Yeah. So Mike Kalinowski underscore. Uh, I, I get my... literally have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, right well, now. You, you're it's glad not, you weren't on Twitter last night. Um, no, or I, I launched my new website. I found out my company didn't tell me that had my was hosting my website that they were closing. They went out of business two months ago, and they kept our sites running for two months free of charge. But didn't realize that. 
So I had to go back and I built an entire new website, still at my uh, www.mikekalinowski.com, but I love it. It's beautiful. It's got graphics and everything. It's pretty awesome. So that's where you can it? find me too. Uh, Wix. I know we're not, Wix? I don't know what we're sponsors, but what people, I asked people, I went on Twitter, I was like, hey, what do you guys have for your websites? And it was one of the most easiest things I've did, but it's beautiful. It looks great. great. Love that. So www.mikekalinowski.com just launched uh, yesterday. So Mr. Gertler. Yo. Yo, where can everybody keep up with you, yo, and eat your sausages, yo? Uh, at Adam Gertler, uh, not Ben from Twitter. Never been that controversial before. Um, I'll try harder. Uh, Instagram, <laughs> uh, doghouse. Go to your local doghouse. Uh, we have the best sausages, hey. chicken sandwiches. What's up? We had it last night, buddy. Did? Yeah, we found out the one next to us in Burbank was finally open for takeout. They opened like a week ago. Let yeah. me tell you something. I'm going to give a shout out to you guys. Your packaging for to-go was the best packaging I've ever seen in my life. Have you, have you seen what their packaging is? you got to have seen it. Like the boxes, but the, like the, the, you slide the tray with it the- It is very the, innovative to have boxes. With, yeah. Keep no, talking. Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah. I can't believe he's going to shout out our packaging right now. This is amazing. I love that too. But also, don't you wish that he got it from your doghouse? Just wondering. Oh, no, because that's closer to him. Like, you know, it's all good. I mean, listen, I I support the whole company. Our store, we're doing great right now. I want them all to do great. I'm really happy. It deserves to be said. Empty-handed. No, no, there we go. It's like a thing and you pull it out. And then the tater tots are like in a little tray that comes out. Whoa. It's all in the box. It doesn't get squished. Burgers always get squished when you order them to go. This place has it going on, man. What do they think? Right, give a shout out. He's got it it's going It's fantastic. On. Our meal oh was God. fresh. It was hot. And it was a perfect tray and a perfect plate. Well we done, do, doghouse. We have to get out of here. We do. Um, but Adam continues so they can find all of that by... Doghouse. Adam Gertler. Easy to find. I love you. Watch Superman 3. Join us next week. We will see you guys next week. I see all your comments about Stargirl. Uh, I still haven't seen it. We will be talking about it soon, but Adam, like a one-word review? Um, CW-rific. Oh, I love that. All right, we'll see you guys uh, next time. I'm Roxy Stryer at Roxy Stryer, and we'll be back Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific time for DC Movie News. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.